go. Take two opening of the podcast. But again, you can introduce the podcast because I'm not going to be selfish. Hey guys, welcome to the Tootie and T-Bone podcast. Uh, it's your girl Tootie and I'm <laughs> sitting next to Tennille. <laughs> T-Bone for T-bone, purposes Tenille. of the podcast. Um, woo, We just got back to Atlanta off of a long, very road, long road trip. <laughs> road trips are taxing. They're taxing. They show you a lot about your relationship. <laughs> A lot about your relationship. Yeah, people have attitude, attitude, attitude. And people sometimes lack common sense, common sense, common sense. But that's neither here nor there. No, that's it. This this is a semi-relationship podcast, so we're going to talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. All right, first, just tell the people, please. I don't like to do this because we're not like YouTubers or we're like semi-professional podcasters. We're, We're on our way to seven, by the way. Um, <laughs> we haven't even we, looked at our numbers this week. We didn't, we didn't even look at the numbers because it's not important. We just know we're going to just do this until the wheels fall off. But please like, subscribe, share, download. We're trying to monetize. Help black, help black podcasters out. We yeah. are trying to get some money. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I wouldn't do this for free for forever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so basically we, we went on a three-day uh road trip it's five day what are you talking about yeah sorry we came thursday so yeah, we just been, got back and it's monday yes going. um but yeah basically we started in atlanta from getting picked up from the airport and then we drove to montgomery we, home, home of the bus boycott shout out rosa parks yes i learned a lot of facts friend from of the Tenille. podcast again i need to brush up on my history and black history facts um we drove to montgomery we drove to Selma. Then we drove to... We crossed the Edmund Pettus Bridge, which if you're into black history, you know what that is. And it's it really is cool. I've crossed it before, but there's something that's cool to know, like Martin Luther King crossed this bridge. Yes, which I sadly did not know until I crossed the bridge. So, But it's dope. It, yes. It's dope. It's a thing. There's a, If you know, then there's a feeling. I guess if you don't know, then there is no, like... Cause you don't know, so there's yeah. not a feeling to it. It's like me just crossing over a bridge, and then like feels like, do you know what this bridge is? And like there, obviously, a, I don't. There's know a what movie it is. about the bridge. I didn't no, watch the movie, yeah. but yeah. The bridge, but. Um. So after Selma, we went to. I'm blanking out. New Orleans. Next stop. Oh was, yeah, we went to New Orleans. Yes, we went to New Orleans. We were by there. way of Mississippi, though. So yes. we went through Mississippi. Also, surprisingly, not to <laughs> dwell back, we saw no cotton fields. No cotton, yeah. That's yeah, we saw true. no, and I literally only saw one Confederate flag on a lady's car. That was actually going into Florida. That's crazy. When yeah. we stopped at the little rest block, yeah. um, but yeah. So and then from New Orleans, we spent a few days there. Um, Bourbon Street was closed as a drunk lady did. Told us multiple, <laughs> multiple times. times. She wasn't really telling us, but she was yeah. telling everybody. Bourbon Street is closed. I'm like, okay. And then it felt like she followed us. Yeah, because we kept, like, hearing her. We walked to the casino, and, like, they were behind us, and she continued to kind of yell. I think she was yelling at her husband, who was also drunk. But it's New Orleans. It's drunk people. It's kind of what you expect, I guess. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like about us going to the casino in New Orleans is that we had to literally wait in line to spend our fucking money. Like, Yeah, I don't like that. I was just like, yo... 
we waiting and it's like Caesar's Platinum members like I like so we're not gambling addicts but <laughs> we be gambling <laughs> we're spending a couple of dollars over at the casino every now and then I do feel like, hey, if there's going to be a line, I get it. There's some COVID protocols, yada, yada. But we waited for like 30 minutes. We waited for like 30 minutes. But also, there should be a line for platinum members. Well, I'm not platinum like Tanil. You're not platinum, but I could have probably got you. He has pull at the Caesars. I do. I mean, they even like tried to ID me. But when I told her I was a platinum member, what did she do? She let me right in the door. (laughs) (laughs) She, She gave me a problem. And then I said, I'm even a platinum member here. Two seconds later, well, I'm just going to let y'all in. <laughs> well, Tanil decides to go to a place and not bring an ID. I did have an I had my VA that, ID. But yes, that's not. I've been let in several times with my VA ID. Well, new so, rules, new protocols, new decades. Right, and um, I ain't complaining. But yeah, so that happened. But yeah, so we went there to New Orleans. We stayed there. We visited my best friend. I saw my crew member, Genevieve. I saw Nika. Um, I met them for the first time. Yeah. They were cool. I've met Nika on FaceTime, but mm-hmm. she's cool in person. Smaller than advertised. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She has a wedding just to fit in. <laughs> Not like, I've never thought she was fat, but man, is she short. Yeah, she's very short. I literally told him, like, I haven't seen you in forever because I didn't, rem- I didn't, like, it didn't come to my head that you were, like, this small. And it's like, I haven't seen you in a year. And I'm like, damn, it's been a year. It's yeah. been a year, literally. I know. Time is, time is flying. We had, and that's, crazy just to like a lot of people I even so at the end of so we left New Orleans and we went to Pensacola which is my hometown well, we drove to Biloxi Mississippi well, we drove yep so let's we went to there. another casino went to another casino <laughs> we're kind of we're making the round the casino rounds at Harris Harris I'm not gonna lie like Caesars Harris etc y'all have pulled me in I used to be a hard rock guy so boy, we well lived, that's because we, we also did, near hard yeah. rock Right, but Harris, I feel like, is winning me over more because I feel like there's more perks with Harris. This is not a Harris ad, so. Well, I don't have any perks. They never give me no damn comp dollars. As I spend whatever coins I did, they want to, like, give me $2. What the fuck you buy? They gave me comp. And they give me free nights places, so I can't. I guess. I won't complain. And then we went to Pensacola where Tennille thought he was running for mayor and visited every person (laughs) on the freaking block. I have a really, really, really big family, and everybody's important. Like, there's not people that I can cut out. So, let let's start with I stopped by my grandmother's house. So that's if you go to any place, you have to go see grandma. Would you agree? Yes, I guess. Okay. Right next door to my grandma, one of my aunts lives. My aunt calls me and checks on me from time to time. She is well. I won't say like we're extremely close. She does check on me. She always looks out, normally cooks for me. Like, so I'll feel bad not stopping just right next door to speak. And we didn't stay long, but it was another stop. Yes, it was about seven stops. And this was my problem with Tanil in this whole situation. Because, again, it's a road trip. You learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about your relationship. Instead of Tanil just straight up saying, we're going to stop at these places. He puts a vague statement across the car where me and my cousins are riding and says, oh, you've got a few stops to make. So what Tanil does is he drives and he thinks I'm stupid or like I don't notice stuff. I'm very vigilant. He puts in the GPS the field. 
the the importance of the field is for him to make sure he tells us that he was the best up-and-coming baseball player and I said okay instead of just going straight to his grandma his three people's house that he has to visit he wants to make sure he shows me the field then we stopped by his grandma's house hmm. then we stopped by his aunt's house then we stopped by his uncle's house so let me rewind real quick and again there's nothing wrong with that but I wish I was just told this so, so, let's, so let's rewind okay, to rewind. where you started I didn't put it in the field because I wanted to show you the field. I put it in the field because I don't know my grandmother's address, and you probably don't know your grandmother's address either. I do. But I know how to get to her house from the field. So, yeah, I, that's why I went that way. I didn't put in the address to fake you out. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I said I wanted to go see my grandma. Well, part of the grandma thing was beyond the grandma thing, so you can visit your grandma. It's Right. Then we stopped and saw other people. And we stopped then, and saw one aunt while who lives next door. Would you? Agree? Yes. Okay, so those two stops. We, we, can we justify those? Yes, we can justify those. Okay. Then we stopped and saw his uncle. Then we had to hold wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to explain the significance of this uncle. My mom has two brothers, who I am very close to both of them, and have been very close to both of them my entire life. You don't know, but I talked to my uncle David. Sometimes two to three times a week. We talk a lot. He's a truck driver. He has plenty of time. So we be talking. But again, it's just, you just don't know that. And I don't publicize, hey, I, I talk to this person this much or whatever. But you're sometimes surprised, I'm sure, when people say, oh, I talk to Tanil a lot, aren't you? Because we spend a lot of time on the phone. Yeah. I just don't publicize that I talk to these other people just as much. But yeah. my family's important to me. No, my family's important to me. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was bad that you went to your family. I, I know, but I just want to explain, like, so me going to see my Uncle David, even having to wait 15 minutes to see him again, that's important. Okay, I guess. My yes. Uncle Tim is just as important. Now, I don't talk to him as much, but when I was a kid, these two people took me around a lot. I mean, David, even as an adult, David is very close to my mom, so when I've had issues with my mom, I've been able to call him and buffer through those issues. I mean, he's very integral. He's one of my favorite uncles. So, yeah, this is, okay. like, super, super integral. Um, and then my cousin, Shayla, needed some help, and I knew that you could help. <laughs> you assumed that I Thank God I knew what I was doing. Thank God you knew what you were doing, and I appreciate that, see? You're gonna be a inter- you're gonna be her favorite cousin before you do it. Okay. Because you helped her with the research paper but, in tenth grade. <laughs> okay. But then, so yeah, we visited Tanil's grandparents, which, which I've met before, and they're super is, nice. I love them. Yeah. So also, they're very funny. Also, super important. Oh yeah. Obviously. Heard a lot of same stories you heard last time. Yeah, because it was a new person. <laughs> but... New person and in, in like very specific. <laughs> Stories about the Bahamas that totally make sense if you know like everything that happened. But yeah, I my grandparents all love them, so yeah, absolutely. No, they're love they're them. really cool. I saw again. I've never been to Pensacola, so I saw a new place. I've actually our road trip really was part of like seeing places I've never seen. So I've never been to any place in Alabama. I've never been to Mississippi. I've never been to Pensacola, Florida. So like I said, and my cousin hasn't have has not done that either. So we just did those small things. I just wish I would have had more time because like. My grandparents do live on a large plot of land. Yeah. Where they went fishing and stuff earlier in the day. So, like, 
just to be able to show you that, you know, or even when we went to my first grandmother's house, like I said, my family owns quite a bit of land on that side of the family too. Yeah. So just to be able to walk you back and like show you some of the land. No, would've, that's true. Would have been nice. But so. then the trouble came to is that Tennille, Tennille takes a stop every five minutes. Six. No, I, I wish we can bring Marisha in, but she's sleeping right now. And Marisha has said it. She's like, we for the past four exits we passed, we we stopped at each, we stopped at three of the four exits. And, and this is Tennille's reasoning for it. And I excuse. One stop is to use the bathroom. One stop is to stretch his legs. Then one stop is to get water. And we do it. It's rinse and repeat. That's basically what it was. I'll be the first to admit. I am not the... Like, I can drive distance. But I'm not the best distance driver. He's not. And then the he wants to... Say that he's good, and then we we getting little jolts in the in in the in the car. My cousin gave gave Tennille about a four point five on curve driving, and out of five, no, out of ten, <laughs> and about a seven. And I'm being I'm being generous on straight road driving. But besides that, we okay. Just you know, like I said, it taught us a lot about our relationship. We had some bumps, we right. had some peaks, we had some valleys. But we did. I felt like we had a breakthrough yesterday. Yeah. About like leaving times and why they're Yes. yes. Okay, that so, was a breakthrough. I, I would guess. But so some other stuff, whatever. We had we had a leaving time breakthrough where we talked about never arguing about leaving times again because they're not important, especially if we're spending the time together. And if something misses on the other side, it misses on the other side, but we always leave on God's divine timing. We've never been late for anything. We've never... We've been late for stuff. Nothing important. Like, you've never missed a fight. You've never missed Barely. a... That's true. <laughs> We've been all right. And and even when it was close, guess what? Plane got delayed. Out of the blue. Yes. Look at God. I'm, I, I'm about to go on a plane in a couple hours, and I'm going to make sure I'm there on time. Right. But, hey, if God's divine timing in, in all things. And I really do believe in that. But we did... It was... Overall, I had fun. No, I had fun, too. I, I did have fun. Um, I appreciate it. was really it. dope getting to meet, like, your cousin, like, in that. Like, I've met your other cousins, but it was, I know that this one was the closest, and it was cool. Because, like, we had, like, some serious talks, even. Yeah. Like, so it was cool to, like, meet her and just discuss Bahamas, discuss just life, all, all life. Yeah, literally. And just all things, and it's cool whenever I meet your family. I feel like that's just a good step when they like me and <laughs> no I feel the same way with me and your, meeting your family as well um but in other news I think on the road trip what did we like discover or something oh we just saw that Lil Nas X put yeah. out a well before your part he put out a music video yes for the song like call me by my name um I watched the video um it was actually very artistic I liked it to be honest um the dudes really the whoever the other person was really liked the avatar <laughs> it was like super funny to me um but no it was actually a good video um i also we heard on another platform just saying how <laughs> he was just dancing for giving a lap dance to satan and that definitely was what happened 
Um, I don't know. I found it cool. I don't know. I don't really follow Little Nods X like that. Um, but it was cool. So, at the risk of sounding homophobic, which I am not, I didn't think it was cool at all. I don't, okay. Why not? Um, a- there has to be a line where you don't play with. So, first off, let's start here. We were listening to another podcast. We're going to, we're trying to stop okay. starting our podcast. But the first question is, I think where we start on Lil Nas X is, is this hip hop? It's music. I don't really care what category it is. I'm just like, okay, this is cool. But it, But I, I think, think is it hip hop is important because is this marketed for not should we consume, right? Because I think we've all probably seen or heard a Taylor Swift song and we obviously know that's not marketed towards us, right? But is it hip-hop is important because is this for my consumption? I And I like to know that sometimes when you go into marketing because mar- a music video ultimately is marketing for the song. The music video costs to shoot. It doesn't help. It's not profitable. It's marketing for something else that is profitable just like all other visuals. So it's important to know, was this person targeting me with this marketing? It's not hip hop. So I'll start there by just saying to- Okay, maybe he's just being a very diverse uh, artist and saying, okay, I'm not not creating music just for one specific genre. And I think also, I think that's kind of where a lot of artists get kind of trapped. I just feel, I just, like, for instance, I'm going to use Beyonce as an ideal, like, example. She was, has able to be, has been able to break into different genres because she didn't, like, say, okay, I am an R&B artist. I am a hip-hop artist. So then, for instance, yeah, you have those people that are are obviously, like, oh, I'm a hip-hop artist. Okay, yeah. But Beyonce only makes hip-hop and R&B She's made country. She's made uh, pop music. Let's she's, do a- she's made one country song, and Beyonce did not make pop music. Beyonce makes R and B music, but because she's so talented, that R and B music is pop. Uh, it's pop. Pop is pop. R&B. Pop is popular music, and it can be any genre because Michael Jackson can come out with a song. Like what okay, is no, 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 oh, okay okay no, no, let's no, no, use Aretha no, no, Franklin I'm mean, gonna use a perfect example what genre of music is respect it's R and B but it's American pop music uh, no, because no. she was popular at the time and the song continues to be popular so what what is respect it's it's soul it's funk even yeah but I don't think when you said popular music no <laughs> I don't I don't think when you say popular music is just popular then I would say okay. When um freaking teach me how to Dougie came out, that was a no. When that that was a popular that, that's song, rap. but that wasn't popular to say that's a pop song. That wouldn't be on the pop one hundred. Black list. people are pop music. We make pop music, rap. Now this goes through different cycles, but we making the popular music right now. That's why the baby can be on what you consider so you, so you think pop songs. That's why WAP was number one. That's why up is number up is a pop song. I'm, I don't think so. I think that was probably on. No, <laughs> it's it's pop. It pop. Silk Sonic are they pop music? I don't even know who that is. That's the Bruno Mars Anderson pack. Yeah, you you that, that's pop. 
No, that's I, I from the song I've heard. That's R and B. That's not. Pop. It's R and B, but it's not. But you, when you hear it on all these commercials and stuff, it's pop. And but my point of saying this, my point of any of this is, was Little Nas X targeting black people with this? Was he targeting me more specifically? So one, I'm gonna say no, and I'm gonna say no humbly because I'm gonna give him a pass here and say what Little Nas X does. Is none of my business. So I'm going to start there with that. And normally I wouldn't say that because if he was a hip hop artist and I felt like he's targeting my demographic, then it becomes my business. But he's not targeting me. He came out as a country star. He got us to kind of back him and say, hey, what y'all are doing to him is unfair, which I think we should have done. So I'm not knocking that move on black people as a community. But since then, he ain't really targeted us. He put out a song called Panini. I think he put out another song. All of it's been trash.com. And now he does this. And the best comparison I can give you that somebody that I heard somebody else say is, huh, this is basically a Nicki Minaj. This is a gay Nicki Minaj video. And I said, huh, would I think it was different if this was a woman artist? And I thought about it. And I actually thought about it for a while because I knew we were going to talk about this on the podcast. But no, I don't think I would. I think that there are lines, and people are going to disagree, for sure, but I do think that there are lines that you should not cross when it comes to playing with God. And this is just one of those lines. There are things that are detrimental to us as a community, and this is just one of those things. What he is doing is detrimental. It's not good for, I don't think ultimately it's going to be good for him. Because Little Nas X, other than Old Town Road, which is a catchy song, is not making good music. So guess what he has to do? He has to up the gimmicks. That's what people. Well, that's probably him. That's what people who don't make good music do. They have to do gimmick after gimmick after gimmick after gimmick, and you you have to. You can do the gimmicks to make money, and that's basically. What, well, you you what have to do for him, that shoe that came out that you can talk about, but right. But you have to do gimmicks. That into everything. You have to do gimmicks to drive people to the music. You know who doesn't do gimmicks? Yeah. Beyonce. You know who doesn't do gimmicks? Drake. Oh, Drake. <laughs> people who make great music don't do gimmicks. Well, you know who used to not do gimmicks? Kanye West. You know when he started doing gimmicks? When the quality of the music went down, that's just that's just well, the you're, truth. You are a I'm a Kanye, Kanye West, West fan, fan and, you, and I yeah, and I like, think and I think that some of the, the later music has been great, but in popular eyes, the music, other the critique has been that the music has not been as good, and that the albums haven't been as good, and so guess what? When that became popular critique, he started doing gimmick after gimmick after gimmick. Mm. Because you because when your music isn't good, you have to do that. Six nine makes the same song twenty times, yelling <laughs> into the. But guess why he has to do the other shit on the internet? That's why he has to find Meek Mill outside of a club and follow him around with a camera phone, because he put out a song the next day. He has to do gimmicks. Yeah. So Lil Nas X is not making quality music. So what does he have to do? He has to dance on a devil he has to and some of this stuff again my personal religious belief it crosses over into a world that I don't fully think he understands 
when you start to put do blood sacrifice that stuff has real life well yeah there's not it's like implications also it's it's not just you playing with blood it's in other in some people's religion or culture that's like you know but that but these things have deep meanings that i think he believes oh i'm just trolling you guys but at what point what point does a troll become a lie you know what i mean and what point does a troll become too much nah but you were praying to the devil in that and when you were praying to the devil in that and you was making sacrifices, that has, there are some consequences. When you start to delve in that world, there's some things that come with delving in that world, even if you're playing. True, but then also, it, it can also just be, okay, I'm doing the gimmick, as you said, but I'm doing it. This is what my, not fans, but this is what the people want. The, and this, and right now, it's how, how am I going to not gain attention and also make money? Let me ask you a question. Let's say he puts out the song, no video. Would you have ever, ever look, looked at the video? What do you mean? Or would you have ever streamed that that song? Um, I'm not really a streamer, but if I if I if it showed up like on my YouTube stuff, sometimes it like. But if there was no video, were you checking for Little Nas X? I'm not a Little Nas X fan, so I'm never gonna just go so on title and do it. So no. My point exactly. Nobody, and I consider you an average person, was looking for the next Little Nas X single. I'm going to give you an example. If you logged on the title and it said The Weeknd across the top, or if it says Drake across the top, or if it says Beyonce across the top, matter of fact, I can guarantee you, you log on the title right now, and if it says Beyonce has a new song out, you're going to fucking click on it, right? That doesn't matter if Beyonce had a video. Doesn't matter if she, (laughs) if you told me she was topless. I don't care. I just want to hear the song. I want to hear this new music. Lil Nas X does not have that pool because he doesn't make good music. So he has to do all these other things. And we as a culture have to start punishing people who put out crap as art. If it isn't good, we have to stop falling for the gimmick. But it's but you're saying it's not art. I found the video. I found the graphics in the video, all that stuff, whatever technical terms. I found that to be super cool and did, super interesting. Did you find the music interesting? I didn't really remember those songs. <laughs> My point exactly. The song is not memorable. There's a lot of freaking songs that aren't memorable. And you just like, damn, the video is really good. Or, damn, no. uh, the song is really good, but the video is like... Oh. Uh, not, that doesn't happen. If I remember the video, I probably remember the song too. Now, the video, I'll give you this. The video may have enhanced songs over the years, for sure. But the song by itself can play on the radio without me needing the video. If I hear Lil Nas X on the radio, eh, Hmm. probably changing the station. Well, like I said, I'm not really a fan. I'm not really a fan of a lot of artists. Right. Because I just don't. But the good artists that stand out, you're going to listen to. I'm I'm a Justin Bieber fan, which is weird, right? Justin Bieber... When he puts out new music, like the the song he just put out, Peaches. Mm-hmm. I didn't really listen to that, but... I, but I listened to it. Then I saw that, oh, he did a Tiny Desk for it. But the Tiny Desk didn't... Hit, the, the music was good. When I heard it, I was like, ah, this is... Oh, he's slapping. <laughs> he, yeah, you were. He, put, like... he putting in the fire with, with this. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why he would do this to the, to the track. But it was good music. So Justin Bieber doesn't have to go out put out a video to promote that song 
If you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, okay, are you giving a whole new vibe here? Sure. Sure, sure. But my point here about Lil Nas X, the shoes, all of this, we should, and I, I'm not for cancel culture. We talked about it on the last podcast. But we should, as a society, punish people by not listening to their crap <laughs> for lack of talent. That's how we. Then, that's how we clear. That's how we clear the pool out, folks. Yeah, but the thing is, it's that the idea of you saying this is lack of talent. That's your personal opinion to it, because then in that case, in that situation, you say people that don't have, I mean, lack of talent. There's a lot of people that are singing and rapping, and I don't think they got talent. So, so should I then go on the bandwagon and say, hey? Yeah, yeah. If you don't, th- if you don't think they're talented, again. If you that's just my, that's just my if, opinion if, on it. If you think that the music is not quality, then yeah, you sh- you shouldn't listen to them because you're you're promoting trash, and you're po- we, we allow people like Lil Nas X to become famous for no reason, and they have pull for no reason, and they're able to put out this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're and it's constantly going to get worse and worse. It's just constantly going to be more gimmicks and more gimmicks and more gimmicks because the music isn't good, and they just have to continually push the limit. I mean, a month ago he was telling people he had put boobs on, and he released another song. So guess what? When he released that song and the boob thing didn't work, now he had to do this. Like it's it's a constant. Shit show with him. I don't know. Like, if you look at it though, kind of. If I didn't see the boob thing that you're talking about, but if you put on boobs and stuff like that, and you say it didn't work, technically it's in cohesion to this song, this new song that he dropped because he dressed like a woman in some of it. So it's it's similar to just say that same thing that happened with, um, what's the weekend when he did his whole thing, one award show he showed up with the little bandages. The next thing is with the face up, and it all was like a sequence to. The Super Bowl show. So it's not, you know, that that was a gimmick. <laughs> that was a gimmick. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you, and I'm not the biggest weekend fan, so I, you exactly. know, <laughs> I'll, I would, you know, I'd probably be the first to tell you I don't really listen to the weekend because, again, I think some of the shit's gimmicky, and I don't like it. I don't like gimmicks. Just give me quality music. Don't I don't need all the other stuff. Just if you give me quality music, and maybe some of it is. So this is separate from Little Nas X because he's not a hip hop artist, but maybe some of it is. I'm a hip hop fan, mm-hmm. so an R and B fan. So I feel like your bars or your lyrics and your melodies should just speak for themselves. I don't want to hear nothing else. I don't need the video. Give me the video after I've heard the song. The reason I like Bruno and Anderson Pack together in Silk Sonic, I heard the song first, and I was like, oh, they jamming. The video's great. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a kid out there on YouTube who's unfamiliar with Bruno's like voice like that. Because there's some people who... Bruno's been out of the game for like three, four years. I don't mm-hmm. know when 24K Magic came out. It was 2016. So, you know, it's a kid who was 10 when that came out, and now he's 14. He's searching around the internet in between porno sessions. What he, the hell? Cause that's what I was doing. I was fourteen. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, there's a music video." 
You were loose. This Bruno Mars guy. Hey, I wasn't loose. That implies my butt was loose. <laughs> don't nope. Butt's tight, folks. Okay. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Don't okay like that. People are going to get the wrong idea. But there's somebody who was introduced to Bruno, and maybe they were introduced to him through a video. But when they go looking for the music, they're going to find excellent music. If you're introduced to Lil Nas X through a video and you go looking for the music, you're going to be fucking disappointed. And I guess maybe that's all. And don't buy, look, folks, I, I don't really tell people what to do, what to buy. I'm a big Nike fan, but a little disappointed in Nike with the the human blood thing. Again, I, we're making people famous in this culture for no reason, no talent. And there, there's a lot of people, and this didn't start with Lil Nas X. But there's a lot of people out there who have pulled their signing deals and these people, I think to go into business with somebody who isn't talented is just ultimately going to disappoint in the end because they're going to have to do gimmick after gimmick. And eventually, what do you do? What what do you do when the shock value is over? Sure. What do you have to do next? No, I totally agree. I totally so, agree. Um, what else can we talk about? Oh, yes, on the we started listening to the opening statements of the Minnesota versus Derek Derek trial. That was very interesting. I honestly, I sometimes Derek Chauvin. Chauvin. I didn't know how to pronounce that because I didn't say his last name. Um, yes. Um, I sometimes just like going on YouTube and watching court TV. If you don't watch court TV. You're missing it's, out. You're missing out. Literally, because <laughs> I sometimes I watch like three full length trials. Yeah. Like I put that shit on the big screen TV, and I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. What did you do? In the pictures, I thought I was a damn jury. Juror. I, I started at jury selection on the Chauvin trial, and it to hear the motions and stuff. It is interesting because yeah, but I only, we only listen to a few a few of the motion things. I listen to all the motions. Oh, okay. I listen to every single motion they've done every day. But it's, it is interesting because you do learn facts. Not, this isn't, hey, this is on the news. Sometimes the news is wrong. Yeah. This is, you know, legit. This is real. This is what the toxicology report really said. Yeah. And this is why or why a judge isn't letting a piece of information into actual court. And to understand some of that, like, okay, I understand why... Like, in this case, we're seeing the video. They, I think yeah. they started showing it this morning, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, there's there's a reason that if they weren't going to show the video, I would just like to know the reason. So you learn that reason. And typically, I, I will say, as I don't have, like, the highest respect for the criminal justice system. But I had, it, when you watch from start to finish, I think it does give you more respect for, like, what judges do. Yeah. Yeah, because at first I would, when I first started watching, I would just be like, okay, what is it like, what in the court? You know, that's oh, right, right, yeah. yeah. What does a judge yeah. actually do? I felt, I felt the real judge judging came from like Judge Judy and Judge. <laughs> like, this is my courtroom. Right, but like You're you learn, judges like are there to like kind of the opposite of what you see in yeah. on Judge Mathis. They're really there to make sure it's a fair playing yes. ground. They're not there to say, hey, this person did X, Y. I think the judge in this case has been extremely, extremely fair. No, I haven't been like that 
into like, like watching the details like that but you you said that and like even the like i said the motion part that we watched he was just like we want to make sure that you are using the right terminology you know like in terms of like he was supposed to be like that, or like what a person should do. like. He was just using like small like right, like he said, like should and like right. He said it's a fine line. Yeah, but... fine line. He was just like it might seem like I'm you know threading the needle, but it's like it's just to make sure. And again, in this type of case, you kind of want to make sure that no one is swayed. Well, no one, the jury isn't swayed in one way or not the other way. You kind of just want it to be quote unquote fair, whatever. And I guess you want to give the guy. This is definitely not in Derek Chauvin's favor, what I'm about to say. But at the end of the day, everybody's seen this video. It's going to be hard to find 15 people who have not seen this video, especially in Minnesota somewhere, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, So you want to make sure he gets a chance to get as fair a trial as he can get. Exactly, because what, what you don't want is if, if a, a conviction comes against him and then it's like... Oh, like as soon as it happens, like we're doing an appeal because it wasn't fair. We don't want that. We, you know, if if he is convicted, um, we just want it to be like, okay, he's convicted. They did everything, you know, in fairness. There wasn't any like stuff that's like shadiness under the thing. It's like no, it was point blank period. Everything was fair. The judge was, you know, not on right. unbiased. This is what the verdict was. So, um, but that was just pretty interesting. I'm gonna, I. I'm going to stay watching it. I think right. if you, even if you're not into it, just to see, you, you might have loved ones that have to deal with this stuff. So, you know, just to see how it goes, how, right. what's into it. Um, like I said, it's very interesting. And I'm not, I'm not really into like the legal system and attorneys. And right. Just like knowing. But murder I cases, think, I think specifically. Yeah, they are. <laughs> are I watch them like I wouldn't watch a D, like I don't think I'd watch like a regular DUI trial, but we've watched some murder cases and it's been like, Ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of gets you a little addicted to it because then after that you're like, oh, let me just watch. Because I watched the Jody Arias one, and then I just started watching like random. We watched that lady from Pensacola. Oh yes, 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 yes. That was yes. good. Yeah, that was the good. one who's like buried the. Yeah, other she buried, yeah under like some like cement blocks and. Which is like, and she does not look like the type. Yep. But she was apparently. Yep. yep. They they got her ass. Um. um this okay. So let's just. This was day one. And we only heard opening statements. Like, we didn't get too far on our witnesses. What did you feel about the defense and, like, the prosecution so far? Um, From what I've got from it, I think the, the defense... Well, the prosecutor, sorry. Sometimes you get those in I think the prosecutor did a good job in terms of saying, you know, we're going we're gonna to prove this. We're going to prove it where basically saying like the defense is going to say oh he had he just got over a bout of covid he has high blood pressure he's like no we're going to prove to you that this exactly happened um and even when he just said that the he used the reference of every this is what everyone has in common birth and this specific terminology of death like pulmonary something that's the way everyone dies and yeah and he said that because we all because we all die yeah which, with our heart and lungs stopping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but he said that and he just said I'm gonna prove to you that the actions of Derek Chaver Cheever Chavin Chavin caused that obviously in part of it. Um for the prosec I mean for the defense attorney side, he kind of I think he's going on the realm of like reasoning and um common sense. Um <laughs> And maybe we're biased, I but think, yeah. I think we both watched that and we're like, 
Uh, yeah, common sense is that you don't need, like, once a person stops breathing, you would stop doing whatever you're doing to them. Yes, that, in that, that, like I say, there's a very thin line. In that, I'm saying, with him saying, oh, com- the diff- I guess that's how he's gonna, he's gonna have to, win to the case he's gonna that. try to play a very, very, very thin line of, this is, like, oh, basically, there's a million contributing factors. Yes. And, and I think he tried to lay that out in his opening statement. It's just, to, I feel like he used a bad word, reason. Yeah. Reason is hor- to like don't don't use it if you're a lawyer because <laughs> because what's reasonable, especially across racial lines, I feel like what's reasonable to a white police officer dealing with a black man is not reasonable mm-hmm. to black people. And what you have, or vice versa, with a, a right, black yeah. cop dealing with a white person, like right, because we have so many different experiences. Mm-hmm. And then I just want to point out one thing: the story that he he gave a basic narrative, and I'm sure they'll get more into it with the witnesses and stuff. Of they said George Floyd went in, spent the twenty dollar counterfeit bill on cigarettes, went to the parking lot, smoked cigarettes. A guy came out and said, "Hey." We noticed you gave us fake 20 bucks. Can you give us the $20 now or give us a cigarette back? Then they said the the guy went back in and he came back out again and asked the same thing. Now, I'm not a hardened criminal at all. And neither do I think George Floyd was. But what I do know is if I knew for a fact that I had just committed a crime and just stole something in the store, why would I sit in the parking lot of that store? <laughs> and, and knowing it can escalate. Hold up. And knowing that you already said to me, we got you, right? Yeah. So you've already said that to me. Maybe I didn't think I would get caught. But once you said that to me, all right, hey, look, yeah. bro, we got to go around <laughs> the corner. Yeah. But the time that you came out. So what that says to me is, let's say he did use a fake bill. He clearly did not know he used a fake bill. Mm-hmm. Because what that says to me, non-hardened criminal, you come outside and say, hey, I don't smoke cigarettes. Hey, you bought uh, that that little Debbie cake (laughs) for a fake quarter. I'm going to say, I don't really deal in fake quarters, man. Leave me alone. You come outside the second time, I'm going to tell you the same thing. And you may say in passing, if you don't give me the little Debbie cake back, which I've probably already eaten at this point, <laughs> um, <laughs> scuffed yeah. it down. Zebra cake, then scuffed mm-hmm. it down. You're going to say, I'm going to call the police. And I'm going to say, call them. I don't care. I don't deal in fake coins. I don't have fake coins with me. I don't have fake coins on me. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything on me. The police don't have a reason to yeah. bother to bother me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let you go back inside. No, but okay. if I dealt in fake coins... yes. Get the fuck out the parking lot. Yeah, not true. <laughs> so, George Floyd having to, had contact with police before on several occasions is not sticking around for the police involvement if he knows he's in the wrong. It just doesn't make sense. So, the timeline so far that they put out, I wasn't really a big fan of, along with some of the other stuff. And to me, yes, there's all this legal stuff, and we talk to y'all about how cool it is to watch a case, etc., etc., if you've seen that video, you've seen enough. To me, the video is the end-all, be-all. You had your neck, your knee on someone's neck. Bystanders, just average people, were like, hey, this is wrong. You shouldn't do that. 
common sense. Common sense. A reasonable reasoning, person. Reasoning. Right. So what's the difference? What, there's not much else. There's, to me, yes, we have a, a legal system that is supposed to treat people fairly. Here's the bottom line. It doesn't always treat people fairly. And in this case, you hate to say it, but let's just wrap this thing up quick, man. We got the video. And I, I'm not a big proponent of the death penalty. I'm not saying Officer Chauvin should die. But, yeah, you got to go sit down for a long time. You killed somebody, and the face that you made while doing it and the, the energy that you put off even through a video that I saw days later, the energy that you put off was like a double down yeah. on killing this man. People were telling you that you were doing wrong, and it just appeared to me that you tried to do it even harder. And maybe you didn't mean to kill him. Maybe you meant to just be a dick that day. Well, they got somebody killed that time. So yeah. to jail you go. Your wife obviously thought it wasn't cool because she divorced you. So uh, <laughs> probably yeah. protected some assets that way too. <laughs> so shout out to her for being smart. Hello, Um, But yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm excited to see the rest of the case and whatever that entails. I'm going to watch the rest because y'all be getting off with killing people and if you get off to me just where my mind is there's no reasonable reason you should get off right now yeah but if you get off maybe there is something that you've explained well yeah to see maybe maybe there is some direct evidence that i don't know the only thing that i could think that would allow him to get off is if there are officers who come into court and say, which is one reason, like, okay, the family got $27 million from Minneapolis Police Department. I'm not a civil lawyer. I'm assuming the lawyers on the civil side say, we'll say this. It's better to try to settle this before the criminal trial because if the person gets off in the criminal trial, that might taint the dollar amount that yep. we can get yeah, on the exactly. civil side because they're because my first defense would be and even if you I don't know if you're a lawyer maybe you can't say this in court but people know <laughs> hey I got off on this criminal like I mm-hmm. wasn't criminally convicted of this for XYZ so there's you know I get why you, hey you want to get your money up front get your money you know, you know what I also find like just thinking about the whole situation and like I said, everyone saw the video, everyone, you know, witnessed whatever, is that these attorneys that have to, like, defend these people, like, I think you kind of have to psych yourself out. Because there's sometimes you look at stuff and it's like, damn, this fool did it. Like, right, yeah. This is like, you kind of have to, like, like, turn a switch off in your head and just be like, it's for the job. And I I've think heard, that must really have people fucked up in the head. I've heard commentary, too, about, um, this uh, about the attorneys and all the prosecutors apparently he's like a well-known liberal dude in his area too so okay. something would say like you know he probably while they tried to say well there's no politics or political stance that come into play here we all know what they are right like yeah. it's just there's a blue lives there's a black lives matter there, there's political movements that are with especially with the riots and stuff there's some implications of what side of the fence you're going to be on mm-hmm. based off of where you stand on this. One of the cool things, well, I won't get back to my last point, though. 
that I do think the one way he could get off, if, if his other police officers come in and say, this was the training. This yeah. is this is what we're trained to do. Now, for right or for wrong, I do think that there might be a juror who says, well, look, it's wrong, but he followed the training to a T. And because he's an officer and he was following the training, we can't let I can't see him going to jail. And I, I, from watching jury selection, one of the questions that I constantly kind of saw his lawyer asking potential jurors was, so how do you, are you okay with a, a dispute not having a concrete ending? Okay. So what that tells me is you're looking for a juror who's okay with a mistrial in his head. Oh, okay. Because if you can just get one who says, hey, I know that I I knew that he's guilty, but I believe he followed the training. And if everybody else says he's guilty, well, if it's not unanimous, you get a mistrial and your person gets to walk away free. And I think that that's probably just the best he can, yeah. go, he can go hope for at this point. I'm pretty sure that's probably what he told him. He's like, listen... We, we're trying you. to get a mistrial. <laughs> like, right, and it just buys you more time yeah. and more time and more time. But you'll probably deal with this. You're going to deal with this the rest of your life, one way or another. Yeah. You're going to go sit in jail the rest of your life, or there's going to be a mistrial, and you're going to get tried again for it. But hopefully the hope is they try. How many try mistrials can a person have? I, I imagine they, as long as it's a mistrial, they can, the state can keep trying you. But then you have to ask. Cause, but you also have to start adding new like ev- like evidence. I'm sure, but like, then, and you also probably have to ask how much money does it cost to yeah. try this person, and you have other officers who I I already told you I don't know that are as guilty. Just to be honest with you, yeah, I don't know in a jury if you can tell me the dude holding the foot is as guilty as the dude hold holding the head. If I'm the dude holding the foot, I'm saying I couldn't see him holding the neck. I was helping my officers restrain someone. I was unaware this person stopped breathing. And that was a senior officer down there. Yeah. I believe I should lose my job maybe for for not knowing, but I didn't know. I was just assisting in something we were trained to do. I was holding the feet. I didn't know. I wasn't by his head. I didn't know he lost consciousness. I'm scanning the crowd for for external threats. I'm not in control of this person. I could see how that could go. And... Depending on the officer, depending on, I think I do think other things come into play. I could buy that. Maybe you don't deserve to go to jail the rest of your life for that. So, but that also plays good for Chauvin down the road. If other officers, regardless of circumstance, are found not guilty of these crimes, then again, you're, the court of public opinion is the ultimately the jury pool as well. Because you're calling in these people who say. Well, the other three guys got off as well. Yeah, so it, it's they say it just puts something out, just like the civil suit. I'm sure puts something in people's heads. Good news in your favor also puts things in people's heads. And time, people unfortunately just aren't as angry about stuff over time. Yeah, true. So people will forget, not forget, but businesses will be rebuilt after the riots. And you, you know, there might be a person in there who right now is a staunch supporter of the police but says he's guilty because because you never know what people are thinking but i you can assume that there's somebody in there who who's in point if they even if they were on the line 
I don't want my community to be burnt down again. I don't want work yeah. to stop over riots and stuff like that. So, 75% of me says he's guilty, and the other 25% is I'm not trying to burn shit down, be found later on by protesters, etc., etc. Because they'll find you. They will find you. Black, black Twitter will find you, and you will it's be a clown. People, not specifically black Twitter, people, you will be found. And mo- I'm pretty sure somebody's going to write a book. Hey, look, if I'm I'm trying to be don't the first that. I'm trying to be the first juror to write a book. Um, but no. But like in other news, um just on a Welcome to the podcast. I actually I'm not even like right now I would almost cut this podcast off. <laughs> That's gross, you know. Yeah, two you just farted just so everybody knows. Fucking annoying. Alright, other um, news. I guess we can almost wrap it up. We have like okay, we got two minutes for Derek Jackson. Oh, go ahead. Clown. <laughs> Your opinion, um, but big, yeah, big clown vibes, Mister Tight Shirt Clown. Yeah, um, that whole situation was very interesting because some people are going on the internet and thinking they're freaking love gurus and all this shit. I'm the first to tell you, my girl hates me at least fifty percent of the time. I'm glad so, you're so, now. So, if you ever see me putting on a video, this is how you should treat a woman. Uh, nope. It's a it's a daily thing, right? You have to, like, choose every day to love the other person and to... So, anybody tell you they're an expert, anybody telling you their girl's always happy with them, lies. <laughs> um, no, but I, like I said, I felt... I feel really sorry for the um, wife. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. If I feel sorry for her. She, I think she left, or no? I don't really know the whole story. She left. She left, and, and it's then... also like, I'm helping you benefit from your, your, what the hell you're doing? Because without me, you wouldn't be having these like, right, YouTube things and deals and stuff. So now I'm gonna play the part, and guess what? I'm leaving your ass and bye. And I'm... I did see the bet. Somebody I think she had did her a, own like video or something. Right, and I, to, to be honest, that's what she. If I was her, if I was advising her, yeah. Hey, look, you want to do this live video where you get to tell people all the shit you did? I'm gonna start a YouTube page and we can do it on my page. Yeah, no, seriously. Because <laughs> because we're gonna bring people over to this motherfucker today. Yeah. And I'm gonna get paid now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, you just gotta. Do I'm gonna get a following yourself and. Yeah. But again, maybe that's not her. Maybe that's not her path. She it's seems, called learn to be that type of person. Learn yeah. to be that type. Of hey, bitch. look. If if my life is gonna be public, I'm gonna monetize it. <laughs> okay. I'm. I am. If I have to. If I have to go through embarrassing things publicly, I'm gonna make money off of it at least. Yeah. I would hope that I don't have to go through embarrassing things publicly. But I know I, I feel sorry for her, and like I said, their relationship was. Somewhat private but public because he was, you know, using it as a reference and. Well, he. Or he's making it seem like. I guess the weird thing is, the weirdest thing about him is he wasn't using it as a reference. Yeah. Like, it's kind of odd because he never mentioned it. Yeah. I didn't even know he was married, man. I don't, I, I, like, I, nobody I would, knew he was married. I would scroll through Facebook and I would see him and with the. Like, I wasn't the biggest fan of yeah. Um, in the car. Yeah, in <laughs> the car. The, yeah, with the tight ass shirt on. <laughs> um, but no, I hopefully. Hopefully, he switches to fitness videos. Something. I don't know. Like I said, he might have fumbled the bag. He definitely might have fumbled the bag at this point. There was a report that he had something on the table with TD Jakes. Um, yeah, TD Jakes. I'm like, pretty sure. Pretty sure old Bishop Jakes not gonna have it. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. 
Dang. Dang. Yeah. Imagine fumbling the bag with the Lord. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. And I could have totally imagined him being on like some type of like own or something. Dang. Oh, now he's gonna have to be on loving YouTube. <laughs> I haven't looked. It might, he might find a spot with um loving hip hop. Marriage I don't boot know if he has any. Oh, marriage boot camp. Marriage That's what, boot camp. Yeah. That's what they need to go to marriage boot camp. Yeah. He would be. They'd be looking for them low level celebrities. Boy. I know. You don't. I know YouTube person and my wife. And like, hey, these thought, YouTube people coming up though. I know they 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 know how to catch the bag. <laughs> right, and <laughs> that could be us. In, they catching it. But we're not on YouTube. I don't know if we'll. I don't know. No, I like the that's audio. That's a whole other like. Thing. We're just getting the audio worked out. Yeah. Or imagine so. trying to get the video worked out. Um, but we'll no, we fumbling the damn camera. Oh shit. Right. No. Um, but no. You'll catch me on OnlyFans before you catch me on YouTube. And he doesn't have OnlyFans. So. I do have OnlyFans. Account. Okay, he might do. I don't know. I don't have OnlyFans. Um, but. <laughs> I was going to say something I didn't want to out you. I don't have OnlyFans. I can tell you that. I can put my hand on the Bible if I don't have OnlyFans. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, <laughs> and other... Well, to wrap it... Almost wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. It is time for to news. Like stock minute. Minute. What? I forgot what we call it. Okay, also... Minute stock. Okay, minute before stock. I get into minute stocks, uh, my neighborhood is... How would you describe my neighborhood? Like, as far as ghetto, middle class, upper class? Middle. Okay. But there's always some ghetto shit happening over here. The okay. ghetto shit happened when I moved in, which was a whole story. Okay, but we not, how, how did you... How did I get there? I'm going to tell you about this email I, j- I just got during the podcast. You don't even know about this. They okay, a, hurry up. But, so, you're not a, doing a minute? I'm going to do the minute stock you thing. You need to decide which one you want to do. Uh, okay, I'm going to do both. So, you got 30 seconds. Okay, 30 seconds for this ghetto ass shit. They have a lost dog in the neighborhood. 30 seconds. So okay, okay. I was trying to tell you. You're the one who's going to be outside later. Dang. Okay, so okay. you got 25 All right, seconds. look at the dog. Okay, get chased down by the fucking dog. I don't care. I don't care either. Okay, I don't care either. How can I help you? I mean, can okay, you do let me hands? get to, let me get to my Robin Hood. Thank you. All right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just a disclaimer. The stock market has been fucking horrible for the past week and horrible a half. fucking ball, nigga. Like, horrible. It's, it's, it's down, 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 down. Even, like, Bitcoin is, like, horrible. I'm looking at mine right now. No, it's really bad. Well, go, go give the people your, um... Your, um... Uh... No, there's, like, nothing... There's nothing up today at, at all. Um, you know what? I'm going to give you some stock advice that was given to me this week uh, by somebody I watch and, and have read a lot of their stuff on. If you're in the stock market right now and you bought the dip and you bought the dip some more <laughs> and it just kept dipping, just put your feet up. Um, once you've done all you, there's there's a thing in the stock market. They would okay. Red days they say buy the dip. Well, buy the dip. The next day if it dips again, I would normally say buy the dip. But at this point, you bought the dip. You bought it as much as you could. Be comfortable in what you do. Be content. Hold. You don't lose to yourself. And that's it. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Don't don't sell. I mean, don't sell your losses and wait for it to double if you have the money use it as a chance to establish more position if you don't you don't and live live the dream out that's really all you can do but no so i like to be like super honest about 
um, where I'm at. Oh, Southwest is buying um, 100 Boeing 737 Maxes, and Boeing is Boeing is up. Very but yeah, nice. so basically... Um, I just want to tell you where I'm at over the last week. I am down $145, or 13.13% over the last month, down 10%. And over the past three months, I'm down 20%. It is bad. <laughs> it, you know, it's bad. But hopefully everyone, honestly, right now, when it's bad, I would I would just say try to get when it's bad. So that, That's what I said, you know, buy the dip. Yeah. But once you bought the dip, don't set, like, one of the mistakes that I made early on was I was just... I would sell right away. If it dropped too much, I would just sell. Yeah, Tony will pay that. That's scary I, game. I still, I, have, I still have that DNN that you're like, oh, buy, and then like you sold it. I still have it. No, I did. Special, I did make. I, I did make some money doing. It. I made a lot of money, but the problem was when shit would go down, I would get scared so quick. Yeah. And get out of it. You got to learn not to do that. Just. Hold, hold the line. And I guess that's a good life rule. We, we're going to wrap it up. But sometimes you just, you are where you are. Be content. People tell you not to be content. Those people are fucking lying. You can't always, I mean, yeah, you should always be chasing something, right? But at the end of the day, when you've done what you can do for the day, when you've done what you can do for the week, when you've done what you done can do for the year, be content with what you got. And take a shot of tequila. And take a shower. Continue <laughs> doesn't drink. Also, guys, be quick before. Okay, I just want to say when I was in New Orleans, I got fucked up, fucked oh, fucked up over mimosas. I don't know what the hell got into me. So the mimosas got into you. That's yeah, cool. literally. Um, but yeah. And peer pressure. It wasn't peer pressure. <laughs> it definitely wasn't peer pressure. I I was parking the car, so I walked up to like let's just say seven minutes late. And all I hear from across the street, because one of your friends, we won't name him, is a little loud. <laughs> but from across the street, I hear, Tootie, how you going to come out with us and not, and not have a drink? And then I see the guy bring you the mimosa glass. You have one life to live. I just haven't had, had, a, haven't had a drink in a while. So I took advantage of the bottom of mimosas not. and it fucked me up. And I <laughs> went back to the hotel and literally and like, you bottomed out. Um, exactly, <laughs> bikini bottom. Um, but no, like I said, guys, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, visit New Orleans. Visit New Orleans. Visit the places that we visited. It was really fun. Yeah, Take the Basin was for like Basin was a good place. There are like more famous places in New Orleans, but this restaurant was actually really good. Yeah, it was good. It was a little expensive, on Ooh, open, but well, hey, forty dollars for the fish. So, um, um, but it was a big piece of fish, I guess. It looked very big. But, but like I said, we're we're trying to wrap this up, not talk more. I, I think it was um, but no, thank you guys. Um, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. Download. Hey, I don't even listen to it. Just yes, and he was gonna use, say his spiel. I don't care if you listen. Just burn through it and then give us five stars. Yes. Um, again, thank you guys so much. If you give so us four much. stars, I'm inclined to think you're a hater. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I I would prefer five stars, but whatever. But Don't no, give me thank four you stars. guys. Matter of fact, if you're not going to give five stars, what's your mama say? If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. And with that, bye. Bye.